Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Mother She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is Jay Arnold. He's a writer, director. He's been on the show before. He's done a lot to raise money for Democratic candidates. He is a bright spot in my Twitter feed, which Twitter, eh, we're going to have a lot to talk about today. So before we get into it, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, supported by listeners, and it's woman run. A great big thank you to everybody who supports the show. If you enjoy today's podcast, visit patreon.com slash start me up. Check out all the tiers. I do include a tier with a much shorter intro and no ads. You can hear the free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they're followed up by What's Up, a show just for patrons where I talk about any anything that comes to mind. It's a little more personal, kind of like my online diary. Visit patreon.com slash start me up. And don't forget, you can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Jay Arnold. Welcome back to the show, Jay. Well, thank you for having me, Kimberly. Well, thank you for being here. And also, I just want to right off the bat say thank you for all you've been doing to raise money for Democratic candidates. I want to talk about that a little bit uh, right at the offset. I just want to see how that's going, what inspired you. Tell everybody about your brilliant idea. Well, I'll tell you, um, my brilliant idea maybe wasn't so brilliant. Um, (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. Uh, Like almost everyone else, I recognize the gravity of the midterms and sitting around isn't enough for me and i do a lot and i do canvas occasionally and i contribute a lot but one of the things that i thought um would be a great idea uh was uh 30 dems 30 days and working in conjunction with uh swing left Mm-hmm. who very carefully determined who were the most competitive candidates in must-win races. Mm-hmm. Um, 
highlight one a day mm -hmm. and literally allow people to donate as little as one dollar just asking for one dollar mm -hmm. donations you don't even want to do the math in your head of one one fraction of one fraction mm -hmm. of participation could do mm -hmm. um at the end of the day i think what was most disappointing was the level of participation from really large accounts. I mean, there are three or four large accounts that um, retweeted maybe one or two days. Bill Palmer actually was fantastic hmm. and retweeted several days. But a lot of large accounts that I follow just ignored it and refused to mm -hmm. retweet. And I think that in order to get grassroots, you need eyeballs. Yeah. And if you don't have eyeballs, you don't get them. So yeah. we did have almost 1,200 um, donations uh, oh, wow. with an average donation of about um, – Six or some dollars. Six, okay. I'm going to say we raised about seven thousand. Okay. Now all of these are for you know smaller candidates yeah. or house candidates, and this is um, uh, money that goes directly to the candidates right away. Mm -hmm. The speed in which they get it is incredible mm -hmm. um, through um, swing left, mm -hmm. and so. It doesn't sound like a lot, but for one particular candidate, $1,000 might buy five ads right. or 10 ads, yeah. you know, in a local market. Yeah. So, um, yes, it did make a difference. It was um, – I, I really – I'm going to have to do a tweet because there's about a dozen people that were every single day really judicious and continued to um, retweet and participate and contribute uh, funds. That's so awesome, there's, yeah. there, there, there were people that really did help, but um, there were a lot of people that really did not help. <laughs> I did try to retweet it when I would see it in my feed. You know, I forget about shit uh, you, five seconds you later. You retweeted it many times, and I, you're always very gracious, and I appreciate it. It <laughs> makes a really big difference. Well, you know? and that's why. I mean, it's just about you, you fucking saving democracy, you know? That, that's the most yeah, important thing. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I, it's only democracy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just everything is so upside down right now, and it's just – Look, I, I will say this. I'm going to start this show with an optimistic attitude, and mm -hmm. I actually will be quoting uh, my very favorite Dem strategist, Simon Rosenberg. I oh, want... you and I both were in the same boat. <laughs> we just love I'm him. So happy. <laughs> so I, I'm going to read this tweet from yesterday, and this is so important. So he tweeted out that Target Early, it's a website, targetearly.com, that the D's, uh, the Democrats are leading 59 Five, which, or I'm sorry, 39.5, which is an 11-point lead right now for Democrats. So out of the 26 million votes cast, that's where we are, okay? Now, he said at this point in 2018, so this was yesterday, at the same point in 2018, Republicans were leading by 140,000 votes. Now, yes. the Democrats are leading by 3 million. That's a big it's, fucking know, deal. I, he's, it, I, I... I have not been able to, you know, everybody everybody gets polls. Don't forget polls, yeah. polls, polls. As you and I know, anyone that does research knows you can you can design a poll to get people to say what you want. Yes. Okay, I'm not suggesting that the GOP is designing polls in that, uh, you know, particularly like that. Although they are skewed very heavily. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> I don't understand how these guys. And you go on 538. It literally says like, well. Republicans could win yeah. or the Republicans can lose. Right. Um, you know, and um, the early voting 
um, which is much, I mean, is not a poll. That's not a, so that's a vote. Right. Okay. So I think um, I, I tweeted the other day that Simon was my Xanax. That's what I said, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I get up, you know, I, I, you know, for so long, I used to get up and, and look at 538. Mm-hmm. And then after the debacle of Hillary and all of that, yeah. I've been suspicious ever since. And um, I'm, I'm really not big fans. Um, you know, we, we've run it through our simulator 400,000 times right. and we've come up with maybe they will and maybe they won't, you know, well, <laughs> right. that, that, thanks, because I knew that. Um, uh, but uh, Simon's work is real, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I, I don't know if I want to call it work. I guess it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the turnout and, and I think the other thing that everybody, you know, we're all so nervous because we hear the rhetoric and the gaslighting mm-hmm. and the, you know, red wave stories. Mm-hmm. But I think that most of us instinctively know mm-hmm. that Democrats are going to win. Yes, I and really I believe think that. I do. We know that because we're not stupid enough to think that people don't care about choice and yeah. privacy yeah. and Medicare right. and Social Security. I mean, these are in, this is literally when Rick Scott's plan came out, I said, this is a gift to Democrats. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, and, I totally agree um, with you. <laughs> you know, so so just just. You know, closing that loop, I also agree, I agree with you 100%. I totally, uh, I think it's Simon WDC is yes. his handle. Yes. Um, but he is looking at um, early voting uh-huh. uh, in a very significant way. Mm-hmm. And he's also gathering a few others um, on that same topic that are really good. So everything is pointing in the direction that we believe it should be. Um, although that's not the narrative we're hearing both from pollsters and from um, the media. Yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, it's funny because last night I like to f- for those in the know with the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I like to call my um, I like to call it after dinner Twitter. And so um, <laughs> and, and sometimes my mind's a little fuzzy in after dinner Twitter. And, and so sometimes it isn't sometimes it's really sharp but last night I was trying to say something and then I just couldn't figure out a good way to say it so I didn't say it and I woke up this morning and Allison Gill of Mueller she wrote said it so this is what it is for the last three elections Republicans have been rigging polls to make it look like they're ahead so they can point to them when they lose as evidence that they shouldn't have lost and that is so fucking I mean that's what we're seeing right now I mean Simon isn't saying that specifically but because of what Simon is saying is we're not getting he I think he was on Joy Reid and it was him and some other guy and they were talking about the real clear politics and the 538 models are incorporating these polls and that they're not accurate. Initially, they were incorporating out or not outdated, but but polls from before the announcement was made about Roe because Mm -hmm. that affected them. And then, of course, once the decision came down. That was all. It, I guess it takes a while to cycle out some of the old polls, and so initially, Correct. Simon right, right, had right. yeah he had said, "Look, I really think we're seeing that de- the Democrats are maybe one point ahead right now, but I think the real number is about five. And this was like back in July, based on yes. what he was saying, and he was right because then it did come up where Democrats were ahead about five. So he's really got his finger on the pulse of this, and I really want to encourage people: stop listening to MSM because they are the, the they're going by the traditional roots with the real clear politics, and then we've got these people like you know whether you like them or you don't like them. Morning Joe, I'm not a fan, 
but you know he's kind of the old school centrist he was a republican before i don't know if he still mm-hmm. is but he's coming from that kind of old school and yes he's mm-hmm. got the over you know cable news media overlords over him saying mm-hmm. you know here's what we have to talk about and so it's not necessarily how it's going to turn out so yes i do yes have cautious optimism I, that we're going to win i and i and i think it's really interesting you know Somebody, somebody who I used to work with, who's a very, very, very smart uh, strategist, used to say that there's a timeliness to ideas, and sometimes people all just reach up and grab them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I love Alice, and I, she's like, I mean, on my list of go-to every day. Yeah, I know. She's like the top of my <laughs> list, just like you are, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. But on October 31st, whatever day that was. Here's my tweet. Republicans are dumping a ton of crappy polls, so when they lose, they oh. can say, it's impossible, it's fixed. Look there you at go. what the polls said, right? So I think that this isn't, you know, all of our dialogue isn't exactly mm-hmm. the same, but I think we're all figuring out. Yes. You know, it's kind of like the gaslighting of the gaslight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I mean, we all have great minds. Um, <laughs> That's <so>. clear. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you know, I, I mean, Simon didn't come right out and say that but he is intimating that he they're is. putting out a bunch yeah. of cra- crappy polls he didn't say why he didn't go that far as right you know but he intimated it that's what i took from yes. um you know from, from what he intimated exactly and that's where i started thinking you know that was what st- i was actually wanting to quote tweet him but i mm-hmm. i just couldn't come up with the words that were making sense in the moment so i just said forget it and then of course right. other people you know, <laughs> Other people have said it, so that's good. And um, I don't know. Did you fucking watch Chris Hayes last night? I did not watch Chris Hayes okay. last night. Well, Michael Beschloss was on, and I swear to God, he turned Chris's face white. It was so evident that Chris was so just shaken. Because Michael is saying, I hope it doesn't come to this, but in six days, I'm really scared that we're going to see a bunch of fucking violence. And the main reason is because he, I, I'm assuming it's because Democrats are going to win. And he's thinking that we're going to see more violent outbreaks like we saw with Pelosi. And it might be, you know, or not just Pelosi. I mean, the 1-6 attack. He's mm-hmm. really scared. And, and the way that he was... He kept just like ramming that point in, and and Chris's face—it was like, oh my god! You could you could you, literally see the fear you, in his face. And, you know, it's almost like you want to have this conversation about, and uh, it literally is feels like MSM and guys like Chris are somewhere between one and two days behind yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really do very much believe it's like, you know, I get it that they go through 100 filters, right? Mm-hmm. There's 44 guys before Chris. They're going to say mm-hmm. yes, no, yes, no. What can mm-hmm. you say? What can't you say? Everybody's got a different agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's got their own perspective on mainstream media. But when you tell me that, it almost makes me feel like he didn't get it. He didn't, he's, he's behind. He doesn't, you know, get on Twitter, dude. You know, I mean, go read, you know, Allison and you'll, you'll understand your empty wheel. I mean, there's yeah. at least a half a dozen uh, really phenomenal. And I don't know what, I feel like we need a, a name for Twitter journalists, you know? Yeah. Um, but um I really do feel like if that hit him like a ghost, that mm-hmm. it, it's just another indication they're behind. It's like they don't yeah. get it. It's three days later. I'm reading, you know, um, uh, in um, the Times what I read on um, Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, true. two three it's days true. prior. So it's true. yeah, 
Twitter, and that's that's the sad part about Elon owning Twitter. Now, I, I'm yes. just going to tell everybody this, and you know, for what it's worth, I don't I don't want to hear anybody bitching at me for this, but I have a friend who's a psychic, and she doesn't really like to give me psychic readings. I said this on my patrons only show, so I am repeating myself. But she doesn't really like to give me psychic readings anymore because we know e- each other too well. And in my opinion, she's, she doesn't always get it correct. In fact, mostly she's not correct. But occasionally she knocks shit out of the park with stuff I could have never guessed. So I always call her and I don't ask for, you know, I don't pay her for this, but I just ask her, what do you think is happening politically and everything? Yes. So I did ask her about Elon Musk and she told me that she didn't think it's going to become the hellscape that we're all anticipating. She does think that he is obviously doesn't know what he's doing right now. And he he's going to have to hire people that are going to save him from him from his own bullshit. Now that yes. we'll find out. Is she going to is she mm-hmm. right? I guess we'll find out. But um, I, and I hope she's right, because Twitter is so important. And it, it's funny because people who don't use Twitter don't understand twitter's importance if the, especially yes. these boomers who are not because i know a couple boomers who are not on social media and they just don't get it and it's because they don't they haven't had that experience they don't have that perception they don't realize i mean for people like me and for my boyfriend bob seska who has been in this for so many years twitter's the go-to for news you know, it of is course, the first absolutely. place we go because you all these people that we're following, you know, I'm following Jim Acosta. I'm following, you know, Allison. There's all these people that we're following and that they have the information, you know, as soon as it breaks, it's on Twitter and everybody's fucking talking about it. And you can go to everybody that you trust and get their take on it, which is yes. different than sitting there and watching CNN or even MSNBC with a panel of people that you either don't know or don't care about and don't share their kinds of worldviews or points or opinions or whatever on Twitter, you can go seek out those journalists who you totally respect and you say, okay, I mean, that works for and against us when it comes to mm-hmm. the right, but still ultimately this is the place we go for news. And right. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, 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 it's really the amalgamation, right? Because yes, if you think about it, it you're going to, you're going to read, you know, Allison, you're going to read perhaps an attorney and then you're yeah. going to go, you're going to hear like Glenn Kirshner, yeah. you know, you're going to get a lot of different takes on it. Okay, mm-hmm. and so when you have really experts all over the world on on every from every single side of it, whether it's legal or whether it's judicial or whatever it may be, it gives you a very rounded sense mm-hmm. of yes. yeah. you know instead of reading one you know mainstream paper that's going to mm-hmm. give you their read on it, it lets you allow you know allows you mm-hmm. to you know create your own um, you know your own ideas and mm-hmm. assumptions from what everyone has said. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it, and that's. For, for people that – there are a lot of people now saying, you know, Twitter has always been a hellscape. That has not been my experience. Okay. No, I agree. I agree. I, I love I, Twitter. And, I mean, even though I didn't love everything Jack did and I don't love the fact that pe- they, they do allow for a certain amount of racism and sexism. I mean, somebody with a blue check called me the C word. And, and I got, you know, the report, oh, this person didn't break any rules. Okay, no, right, fine, right. whatever. But did right. it ruin my life? No, I blocked the guy. And we, we do have a certain amount of power ourselves to keep our feeds clean. Unless you're inundated by trolls, you're not getting a gazillion troll accounts right. pummeling you every day. See, yeah, I think the, I think one of the things that's missing, and I do think that most people um, who – um, have a verified badge that have been around a while, understand that there's a certain responsibility in the matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that, that it, it, we have a responsibility to, first of all, you can't hide. You don't have a picture of a kitten. It's, you know, (laughs) you know, if you're, if you're publicly available, I can, you know, can't lie about your age or any of that stuff. It's all online, right? you know? And, and so I do feel as though I do, um, before I tweet anything and I'm, and it would, you know, would not be the first time, uh, uh, delete, delete, delete. You know, I tweeted <laughs> things that I then regretted and said, you know, that's really irresponsible. Yeah. It's not responsible. And as somebody who has been very active with Birdwatch, which I'm, a, which I'm a big fan of, um, uh, it makes me think, it makes me think twice. What's Birdwatch? You know, I, Birdwatch is, it's affiliated, it's, I, I want to say it's kind of it, – it's the community aspect of Twitter that – have you seen any tweets that have notes on them? Not that I can think of. I don't, I don't know. No, I don't think I have. Okay. Well, um, a feature that's coming out which has been launched – You know, I, I don't know if it's launched so, – if it's a soft launch or it's just very slow. Mm-hmm. But there will be particular tweets that have notes on them for added context. Okay. And so Birdwatch is an opportunity for the community to write a note, rate a note, um, and add context to tweets. Interesting. To clarify tweets. And so this the structure is kind of built that enough people that are bird watchers have to agree and have to agree why it should or should be added or if it's good, helpful, unhelpful, or not needed for that tweet. Interesting. And the thing that's always um, – and I think one of the reasons that I like it so much is that I felt – I've always felt that what's been missing from – Twitter is the community. Mm-hmm. Who does the community think should be verified? Who does the right. community look yeah. up to? Who does the community, what does the community view as acceptable or unacceptable? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I, of course, one of a hundred million people, mm-hmm. um, you know, tweeted back to Elon when he said, we're going to have a moderation committee. I said, will the community have a seat at the table? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Got a response, of course, but I'm sure the other 99 million people didn't either. Um, Jenna Ellis did, though, didn't she? Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that uh, that, as opposed to, I feel like the community is being pushed away and told, "Too bad, you're going to do what we say." Mm-hmm. Um, is really kind of opposite mm-hmm. of the kind of programs that uh, Birdwatch, uh, and I encourage you to go to Birdwatch and um sign up for it now how do you have to pay for that how, how no do you find no that? you do not something on the bird watch page says not affiliated with the purchase of twitter or something but it's integrated in every tweet i mean it's integrated in the program platform Inter- it's so, not a so second a... it can't be like a third party you know what i mean yeah so if uh, so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that it's structured in some way like uh, Facebook's external moderation. It's like part of them, but they leave them alone. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Here it is. All right. So I'm, I'm there now and it says, int- Oh wait, is this it? It says Birdwatch. introducing birdwatch, a community based approach. So I That's think it's, it. a, it's an article about it. Is it birdwatch.com? 
No, it's 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 Bird at Birdwatch. Oh, at Bird. Oh, I see on Twitter. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really good. I had no idea. That is so cool. And yeah, just, it says um, empowering okay. people on Twitter to create a better informed world. We're open source, and all data is publicly available with their Twitter dot uh, GitHub uh, link. Awesome. And it says questions, Twitter DM. So uh, surprisingly, it has 36,000 followers. Uh, it says, uh, born January 25th, joined October 2020. Okay. That's so I don't know, maybe it took a while. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, if you're a, if, if you're part of Birdwatch, you will see those notes before anyone else sees them and have an opportunity to opine as to whether you think they're valuable or they're not whether they're helpful, not helpful, That's or not so needed, and why. Cool. All right, well, yeah. I'm following them right now. Yeah. Um, okay, we have to take a quick break, but we will be back after this message. Hey, it's Kimberly. Are you a patron of the show yet? If you're not, it's really easy to become one. So easy. Just go to patreon.com slash startmeup. Check out all the different tiers. Choose the one you like and become a patron today. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. All right, we're back. Now that we're talking about blue checks... I just want to now once again I talked about this on my patrons only show so there's going to be a little bit repetition but you're going to weigh in and you weren't there on my patrons only show so you know Elon Sorry. Elon Musk wants us to pay eight dollars which basically is so awful and you have so much good stuff to say about it but before I let you go off um, Kurt Eichen, Eichenwald is that his name am mm -hmm. I saying it right yes yeah he posted a link to an article from 2009 the way the blue check started was because some public person some person of note uh had their twitter account cloned and was saying really horrible things and so he sued twitter and they decided to come up with the verification badge so it's like if someone created a, a j arnold clone and then started tweeting out the n-word and the problem is unfortunately most people are savvy and they even if you didn't have your blue check they might look at when you joined Twitter. They might look at your following and go, okay, this is the real. But so many people. I mean, there's that yeah. Keanu Reeves. There, like, how many times have you been followed by Keanu Reeves on Twitter? Uh, I, I'm followed by at least 100 Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and some of – and they have Everybody followers. Everybody looks great in that little circle too, don't they? You know? But it's like those Keanu clone accounts have followers because people don't, don't always check. They just yes, assume, oh, yeah. it's it's Keanu followed me. Look at that, and they don't they don't know. So I I you know we had a little conversation before the show. So I just kind of want you to talk about the importance you know, of being verified. Well, I mean, you know, I had a lot for years. I had a lot of impersonators, mm -hmm. and I think that people like myself, um, and and like yourself, are really. Um, the prime beneficiaries mm -hmm. of verification. And yeah. the reason I say that is because if you are JLo, right. it's really hard to impersonate JLo. Exactly. You have a million followers. You don't yeah. look like you're not JLo. Okay. Right. But people that have um, uh, some notoriety or some, uh, you know, or people of public interest yes. um, that, whose name is not in front of the camera. They yeah, just don't really, know to see your famous, face. They yeah. don't know to see my face. Right. And so it was very easy. I had stories. I mean, I had a, a woman that was ripped off for 10 grand. 
I had a wow. woman that had sent, and I feel terrible saying this, uh, was con, thought it was me that mm -hmm. I was going to pick her up at the airport in Los Angeles for um, uh, an audition and pay mm -hmm. her back for her ticket. Wow. Calling, reverse searching me from LAX. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, I think that, there's a perception because a lot of the celebrities um, are verified mm -hmm. that it's it, it really is meant to be some kind of a um, um, societal, almost right. like a bougie yeah. kind of, a, you know, it's not really. It, it that is wasn't the intention. The, right. the reason that verification existed is because uh, 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 I'm going to, butcher his name because I'm the worst with anything <laughs> that's related to sports just so you know. So I'm going to say Tony La Russa, mm -hmm. who was the uh, manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, sued MySpace in 2009 okay. because somebody impersonated his account and used his name um, and um, in a very, very, very bad light and right. caused him what he said at the time, emotional stress, which mm -hmm. I get it because yeah. when somebody calls you up and say, but you said it was you and I sent $10,000. Right. Well, no, it wasn't, you right. know, it's a terrible situation to be in. So really what this does is it not only offers protection for people that, um, you know, for people getting the blue check. Yeah. It also protects people yeah. to say, wait a minute. I should think about this. Is really this right, really right, the guy? Right, is right. this really her? Would this yeah. really be the person? Right. You know, and most people at this point have come to note that um, uh, you know, verified check marks what they mean. You know, right. people understand that what they, they, they are who they say they are, and that's you know, somebody had commented on my Patreon and said, and and I don't know if I said it wrong, but basically, you know, blue checks are only status. And that they are, or at least they've become status, and they have. I won't argue with that. But right. um, but that they have, uh, oh, that you know that someone's trustworthy. No, you trust that the person is who they say they are. There's a difference there because Correct. you know she she noted MTG, which yeah, obviously MTG cannot be trusted. She's not a trustworthy right. person. And, and and Twitter is not standing behind behind you know Marjorie Taylor Greene right. saying you know. All they're saying is she is Margie Taylor Green. Yeah, that, that's, that's who the, this woman that's is. So if you hate her or love her, yeah. this is, we will guarantee you this is who this person that's, is. And that's, that's what, what it that's is. all they're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and that's all they're saying about anyone that we are we are verifying this individual. Yeah, we have is to use our driver's they license. They yeah. And and people that. Um, you know, look, I, I, you know, I've had timeouts. I've had issues. They don't yeah. treat me any differently in that regard. Yeah, you I know? got suspended. They suspend people. Uh, they, you know, you say something wrong, they make you take down the tweet. Yeah, I mean, I assume certain people might have a little more leeway, but I got and I got suspended for a week because I quoted a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. I quoted stupid Teresa, who said prostitution oh, whore <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then i got in trouble prostitution whore. that is the stupidest thing i've ever heard but it was so funny to me and so i put it under a tweet and yeah i got suspended so i mean my blue check did not protect me from that and i just want right. to say i've said this before but i want to re -edit, reiterate it it's always been that way people need to create and it's not everybody but people need to create status you know i remember mm -hmm. when i was a little kid and i first moved to southern california my mother was was working for uh, actually she was uh 
what's his name? Captain Kirk. Fuck, what's his name? Yes. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. But you Captain had to Kirk. do that to me, James Kirk. James <laughs> Kirk, famous, famous, famous. Uh, as soon as we hang up, I'll tell you. Of who course. Is. But so she worked for him and answered his fan mail, and then she met other people who worked in the industry, and somehow I got to go to all of these softball games with mm-hmm. like Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy, and it was so much fun to run around after the games and ask everybody for their autograph. But even as a kid, like I didn't give a shit about an autograph. William Shatner. William sorry. Shatner, thank you. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> so sorry. So, the, but, uh, you know, when I would uh, get the autograph, I didn't give a shit about it. I just didn't care because I thought, what difference does this make? I know people might pay money for signatures, but I was never that kind of a person. But there are those people who yes. just love that shit and they do put who they think is a celebrity, even if you're not like a famous actor or musician that they put them on pedestals. And I mean, I've, I've seen it. We all have seen it and we, we say we don't like it, but we do it because we do it even our, in our own inner circles with like people yes. we work with and our family members. I mean, we all fucking do it. We give people too much credit and, and there's, there's like, even if like somebody wins the lottery, you know, all of a sudden now, you're looked at differently because you have money. You might be exactly the same person. You might do really good things with Mm -hmm. your money, but there is a jealousy. There is an envy. There is a resentment or whatever it is because this person has what I want and it's coveted, but that is what fucking makes them interested in you in the first place. And I hate to say this because it makes me sound like I'm so elitist, but I'm not because I don't (laughs) feel that my blue check all it does is tell people this is the legitimate Kimberly. It doesn't mean I'm better. Yes. It doesn't mean I'm superior. And you know what? I mean, it does kind of help me pay my bills because I can get people on my podcast and they'll say yes. But it's not like the Twitter blue check is paying my bills. No, and I and I, and I can tell you that it it you know it is it has saved me from countless impersonations. Yeah. Um, and uh, people getting hurt, mm-hmm. um, which was, you know, te- which is a terrible situation. You always feel responsible, even when of it's course, not you. Yeah. And I think that what a lot of people overlook is that there is, because there is this kind, kind of perception that it's a, I don't know, higher, better than uh, thing, um, people are more likely to come for you. Yes. Uh, I have had nothing, but I uh, can't wait till jokers like you have to pay right on my <laughs> like for like a week. Like they can't wait for me to, yeah. you know, you, you know, they want to hurt me. They yeah. want me to, you know, to be less than that, right. you know, um, and, uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, a lot of the uh, accounts on Twitter that I follow that to me are um that i consider to be extremely noteworthy i mean allison just got a blue check right she should have one five years ago yeah she said it took 10 tries yeah i mean so there's a lot of people who i would that have a lot of that i think are highly aspirational Mm -hmm. and that i look up to that are not verified Mm -hmm. yes exactly and i'll tell you the other thing is that's crazy is that there's a lot of people on twitter that are not verified on instagram there's a lot of people on instagram that are not verified on twitter yeah uh and the same with tiktok Mm -hmm. you know yeah i i used to be verified on twitter and then they cut my account and then when i tried to apply for the verification they kept saying you don't qualify and I, i i swear to god i think there is something on me some kind of note 
not to verify. You know, they me. did the same. Well, you and I had the same situation. I had a I I was on Instagram since day one and I had a really large account, but it was there's no way to mass delete anything on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I must have had three, four, five thousand pictures over a decade. And it really was um a catfisher's um mm. dream. Yeah. You know? Right. And all of these things that came back to me were pictures not only of me, but pictures of when I was a baby or my mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is not good. Yeah. And Instagram really was not every time I would say this is a problem, they were like, We are our, you know, AI has determined that we don't know what you're talking about and right. there's no problem, right? And I'm like, but it's my name and my picture and it yeah. says right here, it's, it, it, no, right? So I closed my account wow. after all those years. Now I have a small little account that I have fun with and mm-hmm. um, uh, I went two accounts, one's just kind of for art and stuff, but mm-hmm. I, neither of those are verified. Right. Yeah, I haven't been verified. And I know on, if you try to get verified on Instagram, I think there's some kind of rule that you have to be I don't know, a certain amount of popularity, a certain amount of the conversation has to be about you or something like that. Now yes. I don't even try because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't use Instagram. Like my boyfriend is totally into Instagram. He's kind it's nothing political. He just, he turned his account into something more fun for him and he right. really enjoys it. And you know, and it's like, for me, I slap things up maybe three things in a day and then I don't go back for a week and a half. So yeah, I, right. I don't pay attention very yeah, much. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't posted on my account in a while. I'm more likely to throw things in stories just because I know it's dead in a day and I don't care. <laughs> but I don't really post all that much. What I've done on my, on my, on my new account that I have um, since I closed my original account is that every other tweet, every other post is a tweet. And I think people would be surprised to know how well tweets do. Yeah, they, they do very well. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's yeah. just like on in, uh, Facebook when you screenshot a really good tweet. You know, yes. that, that's the thing. I mean, we. I hope Twitter does stick around. I hope Elon doesn't fuck it up because mm-hmm. also the thing – one of the brilliant things I think is that like with Facebook, you say if, if they're on – cable news talking about a post that's what they'll say an instagram post or a facebook yes. post twitter has its own thing called a tweet and it's like you know what i mean it's like god that's fucking awesome i wish that you know yes. this new site that i'm talking about i want to come up with a new name for it but it's like are we going to be able to come up because there there is a uh, uh, molly jong fast just tweeted out that she's on i'm going to spell it m-a-s-t-o-d-o-n mastodon i can't remember mm-hmm. what that means Maybe an mm-hmm. elephant, but anyway, um, my mother had told me about it, and I just saw today Molly posted, and she said she likes it because it looks like Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. So now I forgot my point. What was my fucking point? What was I talking about? Um, I don't remember now. But I uh, Twitter, Twitter has its own things. Oh yeah, oh no, that's what it is. Because they they okay now I signed up right, and yeah. I wanted to make sure that I got my name on there. So I got yeah, it is an elephant. That's what it is. Mastodon means elephant. So. Yes. Um, it gives you your little box that looks a lot like the counter social box, but this is a much cleaner site than counter social. And then, so you go to tweet or not tweet, but you're going to go post what you want. And then it says toot. So they're calling it a toot, but it sounds like fart. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Anyway. So, but I do like the idea of like, I wish there would be a really cool name that's simple like Twitter. And then you come up with tweet in just an alternative site, but we'll see what happens. Um, Yeah. 
you know, I just I think it's th the other thing about anybody being able to buy a blue check makes. Of course, we're all we're going to see all the fascists are happy to buy the blue checks, but it's like right. nobody else is going to do it. And it's going to make it meaningless. <laughs> I know it is going to make it meaningless. And then it's, you know, then then, you know, it's Margaret Cho had a joke <laughs> and I'm not going to say what it what, what it referred to, but it was uh, when she does her mother. And the punchline is um, if you have it all the time. It's not special, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and so, if everybody is has it, yeah, it, you know, it's it means not nothing, yeah. right? And so, I, I think though, which I would have, which you know, I was in favor for, and I, I don't know how I got picked or how I got selected, but I did uh, on three occasions have one-on-ones with Twitter mm -hmm. uh, surveys and things of that nature, mm -hmm. and said that they should have a green check or something that mm -hmm. verifies who a person is. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of contention about yeah. people should act, should, should not be able to be, you know, anonymous. Yeah. And then there's a group of people that said, we have to be, I live in a red state. They'll kill right. me. They'll burn me to the ground, yeah. all that stuff. Right. I get it. I'm not yeah. arguing that point. Right. But I think there could be um, uh, a verification so that people are at least clear yeah. that who the individual is, is who they say they are. Yeah. And that being said, it takes work to verify someone. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, if they turned around and, you know, said to me, oh, we verify, you know, we'll give you a green check for $25 or 50 it's a one-time shot. I don't think that, I think that's appropriate. We'll right. do the work and we'll give you that and that's yeah. that. Um, the notion that, um, and, and dare I say to feel bad for Elon Musk, <laughs> that he bought a $44 million company that had no product in there mm -hmm. good enough to sweeten the Twitter blue right. pot. Yes. That all he's got are verified. Mm -hmm. That is something that I think is unacceptable. Yeah. You know, I cannot believe with all of this development and all this creators of things and all the artwork that's been coming out from Twitter that they, they don't, they're not sitting on really fantastic products. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think he'd, you'd think he'd want to make this site into something much better. And that takes me to another question for you to see what you think. I can't put my finger on it and I can't prove it and I don't know there there is the idea that maybe he's just a uh ego pig who who's like a narcissist and loves the attention and nothing more or maybe there's something a little more nefarious I I just don't feel comfortable I mean aside from the obvious stuff that we all know about the way he's behaving the tweet to Hillary Clinton all that stuff we all know that's all public but there's stuff that we don't know. There's stuff going yeah. on behind the scenes. There's a lot of controversy about, oh, Blue Sky and Jack yes. are going to do all this whole this, yeah. that. You know, look, maybe, you know, maybe they are, maybe they're not. I think that, you know, we all know the expression when people tell you who, who they are, believe right. them. Yeah. We, it, you know, Elon has never hidden who he is. Mm -hmm. You know, he is behaving the way he behaves. This yeah. is who he is, you know, mm -hmm. um, and um, we're not used to that. Right. Because it's a, you know, now it's everybody. I, if you, you can't not see an Elon Musk because everyone, everyone on the planet is replying to him and it's all like, can you help me get on things? Oh no, there's not going to be. Okay. Okay. Well, you're, you're back. I mean, you know, what is this? This is like, you know, kind of like I'm going to bestow on you. You can have, and you can't have, and you're nice to me and you're not. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I, um, I, I think just my own instinct is he's the guy that he is. Yeah. He's always been, um, uh, 
volatile. Mm-hmm. He's always changed his mind. This is what he does, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't think um, it's something nefarious. I'm not saying that it could not become something nefarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do believe when you put $44 billion into anything like that, that he must, in his mind, he sees the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And and I think what the challenge for Elon is, how do I get them to see what I see? Right. You know, how do I what is it, Elon? What are you seeing? What is the heart of how this could be bigger, better? Right. You know, because we're not seeing it. And I think that is the thing that has everybody off put. Is it this? Oh, today it's this is this eight dollars. Now it's twenty dollars. Now it's verified. Now you can be verified. (laughs) You can't be verified. But if you're verified, you have to pay to stay verified. So we really don't know. And it's that kind of transitory communication with so much power that makes people feel um uh you know uncomfortable right right yeah i think that's a good point i do it's um it's upsetting you know i mean Mm -hmm. uh, april and right before he purchased it i got so sick to my stomach i was so terrified now that my worst fear has been realized i'm kind of in the mode of all right what are we going to do how are we going to handle it you You know, know it's funny. It's kind of done a di- little bit of a different thing to me. And since, first of all, I'm not, I would have, I should, I should have, for as long as I've been on Twitter, I should have a million followers. I don't, you mm-hmm. know, I don't really mm-hmm. have that big of a following. Um, but I also say what I say and mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I understand that I have a lot of very unpopular opinions. <laughs> that said, when I noticed that thousands of followers were falling off mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. and that my tweets really weren't going anywhere. And I mean, going anywhere. I mean, you know, they weren't getting 10, 20, 30,000 likes, mm-hmm. you know, 500, a thousand, I, I, you know, you know what your, you know, what your, um, you know, what, what your tweets will do. Yeah. Um, I started to feel like apathy. Like, I, you know, what? I don't really care anymore. I haven't gone on for two days. What am yeah. I going to get for what? Does it, I'm not making a difference. Nobody cares. Right. The, all the things that, you know, the gamification mm-hmm. is what people really don't get. Yeah. We, the, you go to any tweet now, even if it's an old tweet, and open it up, and you're going to see that heart turn a number turn Mm -hmm. even if it's from two months ago they want you to see the numbers spin they want you to see the lights it's all about gamification yeah you know once you start dismantling that what have you got yeah you know so they've made it more numbers bigger better better bigger more is better numbers Mm -hmm. you gotta have numbers you gotta be bigger you gotta be followed back Mm -hmm. how is this helping when you have 50,000 followers if you're following 50,000 right how are you giving 50,000 people proper attention for me (laughs) i find very very difficult to comprehend yeah you know yeah um but you know nevertheless uh it is built on gamification it's built on bigger is better Mm -hmm. and now you're just stripping away all the stuff you told people that they should work for Mm -hmm. and do better and be and with no just with complete disregard so you know it kind of for me it was just kind of like apathetic i'm just kind of like maybe this is the end of social media maybe it really (laughs) is because you know look yesterday instagram accidentally sent out to like half their followers you're suspended oh wow and all the numbers on almost every single person's account moves up and down yeah you know these are really not um 
uh, do not seem to be incredibly stable mm-hmm. as fast as social media is changing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't know. Um, I wonder if people will have a different attitude. And I did not subscribe to the fact that those numbers were people getting off uh, of right. Twitter and jumping right. ship. I was completely in my mind, and this I have no backup for this. This I, I cite no sources, <laughs> but Elon Musk's argument all along is that this is 5% bots. He's yep. going to make himself right. He's going to go in there and say, you find me 5%. I don't give a shit if you go into old inactives, yeah. you get me 5%. Yeah. And everybody's going to turn around because it feels like it's starting to slow down and say, oh, Elon Musk was right. It's mm-hmm. 5%. You know, mm-hmm. now look, nobody wants bots. They don't help me any. But mm-hmm. I can tell you that I now am getting a proliferation of different bots, right. all scantily clad, <laughs> bikini type bots. Okay, so I don't know. Are the new bots better than the old bots? Worse <laughs> than the old bots? They suck less. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you know, I do have a sock puppet account on Twitter, and I, I actually I use an animal as my avatar Mm -hmm. and a male name and i basically i did it so i could go like troll ted cruz in a way that i can't troll him on mine because you know (laughs) that that's the main reason not just ted cruz but like republicans so i can say the things that i really want to say but i can't because i get in trouble and i don't care if that gets shut down as soon as i signed up and people believed that i was a man i got all of those too I mean, it was just tons mm-hmm. of, you know, hi, hi, hi from women. And, you know, I mean, are they real women? I don't know. They could just be men acting as women and click this link mm-hmm. and all that shit. But, yeah, I mean, the, the bots are going to be everywhere. And, yeah, mine has slowed down. I have mm-hmm. – I, I started uh, when Elon – Do you know what percentage you lost? And I don't know, but I guess if I go in my analytics, I can look at the day before and figure it out. Yeah, I don't know the percentage, but I, I lost around mm-hmm. 800. Because I was at 88.7, and now I'm at 88, 87.9. Oh, I probably lost 2,000 or 3,000. Wow, that's a I lot. Bet. That's a lot. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But I could be wrong. But yeah, I'll, look, I mean, I'll check, and we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Yeah. I'm super anxious. That's not 5% for you. No, it is not. That would not. have been 4,000. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I want to uh, – let's just go have some fun for a minute. Okay. A um, couple different things. The fucking Powerball is at $1.5 billion. Oh my God. I wonder, like, wouldn't it be amazing if it just doesn't, nobody wins for a while and then it goes up to like 2 billion? What would you do if you, okay, first of all, what would you do? But would you take all the money or would you go for the 30 year payout? Okay, so first of all, you always take all the money. That's okay? what I would do. I mean, yeah. this is like you don't wait till you're 75 to get Social Security and then <laughs> get nothing, okay? You, you take the money, period. Yeah, End yeah. of conversation. Unless you're 18, I don't know. Right, right. But I, that's number one. Yeah. Number two, um, I want to add to this that I was sent to buy a lottery ticket <laughs> on, I guess it was Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a local convenience store at the corner. And when I walked in, I saw the Fox cameraman there. And I said to my, I stopped for a second. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not walking there. Give them <laughs> B-roll, you know? And then I don't know, I had this moment of, you know what? I am going to walk in there because if anybody tells me they saw me on Fox, I'll be able to say, why are you watching Fox? And you know, I walked in there and I bought the ticket and it was not nine o'clock in the morning when I got a, 
email from somebody said, I just want to let you know I saw you at Fox last night. And what do you think was the first phone call I made? Don't tell me it was your mother's fault, okay? I do not want to hear it's all your mother will watch. Are you taking your mother to the polls? Right. I, you know, I mean. That's so, so funny. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's crazy, you know, yeah. because to think of what to think of what this isn't like Medicare and Social Security, right? Mm -hmm. When you buy a ticket, you don't think you're investing right. money yeah. into the pie. Right. But essentially, the pie, it is a slice of what yes, you know, of, of, of the ticket yeah. sales, right? Well, I don't understand why if it doesn't hit if it hits a billion dollars, you just don't turn around and give it to um, where it's needed. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous to give one person a half a billion dollars. I agree. Somebody, certainly somebody that probably, you know, doesn't even know what to do with it mm -hmm. um, and may even be broke in five years. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I hope that's not the case. Right. Um, but um, I, I, I think when it hits a billion dollars, they ought to just turn it over. I, know, totally, to, I totally it, agree. Yeah. To the, to the states, directly to who needs it, for, you know, you know whatever can make a difference, you know, yeah. for, for, for kids preschool, for parents that, you know, yeah. you know uh, have to work. Yeah, you know, that's, I, I that would money, like, sets, it's not taking it from anybody. Right. You know? That Well, that's, if I were to, I mean, I don't, you know, first what it is, is it gets cut maybe a little bit in half, not quite in half, but it gets cut in half if you choose to get it all yes. at once and then of course the taxes are going to weigh into another it too. half yeah so you you figure out what you're going to get you only get a crummy 250 million dollars from a billion <laughs> how, bucks how will i survive but you know i mean <laughs> ultimately i would try to figure out okay whether it's 10 million or 5 million or whatever i'd figure out the number that i want for me and that i feel safe with and everything's good and then right. the rest of it, I would just try to, you know, aside from helping family and friends, I would look to ongoing donations, um, things that I could do to help communities, climate, whatever it would be. And then I would put it in my will that obviously aside from my family getting a certain amount of money, because they all don't need that much either, um, that when I die, the rest of it goes to these, you know, um, yes. organizations that can use it. And so Listen, we should only have it. billionaires with the same mindset that you have, okay? <laughs> because I don't remember Bezos giving anyone anything. Yeah, and I could no. be wrong, and people could call me right. out on it, and that's fine. I can tell you that Mackenzie Scott is out there giving away billions of yeah, dollars. Exactly. Like, you know, and um, – Well, there's only – I mean, as far as – I don't need a jet. I would never buy a jet. Of and, and course. Isn't I that even, silly? I, and I'm not the person. I never have given a shit about labels. I don't care about right. Gucci. If I have a purse, I just want it to look the way I want it to look. And yes. sometimes I see these designer bags, and I think they're so fucking ugly. But re regardless. Most like, of my wardrobe is from Uniqlo, you know, by the way. And this is just since, you know, as I'm getting older, it's, I've gone from caring about fashion at all to completely to comfort. Yeah, yeah well, there's comfort, and then it, I want it to look good on me. And you know what's funny? Because I never look good in the trends because I'm six feet tall. I have wide shoulders, and usually what's popular does not look good on me. I have I I'm very good with like V-necks and black and, and very sleeveless simple. stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> very simple. Not so much sleeveless anymore yes. because my arms yeah. don't have that youthful appeal that they used to have. Oh, but um, already. <laughs> I wish they did, and I I mourn my arms, but at least they're still working, so I shouldn't I should not say that. But um, I mean, for me, it would just be about living comfortably, and I I, I think like the most 
I would put the most money in where I live and just have a nice yes, home. Yes, of course. Where, I, you yeah, know, I'd love to have too. a game room, you know, like a game room mm-hmm. where you can play pool. And you, but, you know, I'll, I'm not going to go buy million dollar homes and all over. Right. The, I don't give a shit about that. I just want to be comfortable. And then I want to help humanity as best I can. That's like what Dr. Oz do. has instead of exactly. having 10 homes. He's given all this back, right? <laughs> what a what a miserable individual. Can you imagine put oh, all that awful. 10 houses and all I that know. money and yeah. how many people could be helped? Mm. Yeah, anyway. it, he's disgusting. He's disgusting. Right. But all right. we're going to vote for Fetterman. So we are going to vote for Fetterman and he's better fucking win. Um, he's going to win because of there's enthusiasm. There's heart there for is. Fetterman. There's no heart for Oz. No. No, there's no, just anger no. coming from them. Okay, I just no. also want to ask you, are you watching any shows that you're liking and that are helping you through these crazy times? <laughs> I just started watching Bad Sisters. Oh, what's that? I haven't heard of it. Uh, it's on Apple TV. Okay. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm early I'm 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 uh, early, so okay. maybe I've watched five or five, four or five episodes, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, but I think it's interesting. I kind of like it. It's a little bit of, uh, you know, it's a little bit of the quiet part out loud. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people actually do the stuff that we think in our heads. Right. Um, um, I enjoy it. Like, the talent is good. I like it. I right. don't. Okay. I, you know, I'm one of those people. I don't really like anything. You know, so um, uh, I like it. Um, I'm excited that we're going to get White Lotus second season. But ironically, there's themes in the, in White Lotus or in the film that I'm just finished. Really? So I don't yeah. know. I think maybe it's timely. I don't know. They beat me to it a little bit. But uh, did you watch the yeah, first? I, you know what? I had White Lotus oh, on here. Did and you watch how? the fir- you bet. Did you? So you watched the first one. No, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean absolutely. the first episode of the second season. No, oh, okay. not yet, because you know, I, I'm not the kind of guy that only eats peas and then only eats carrots. Like I'll put my <laughs> stuff together, but if I'm watching more than one television show, I probably don't go back and forth. Oh, I get you. Okay. I I push through one and then I go into the next one, and I haven't even seen Barry season three, so uh, <laughs> this is a little f- far off for me. But well, I we watched we wa- we loved the first season. In fact, the first season I enjoyed even more the second time around. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, it's really fun. But then uh, the first or the second season, we watched the first one. We liked it. My father didn't like it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, 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 I'm just going to wait and see because it's like I do yeah. love Mike White and I love the messaging about entitlement and privilege. Yes. And he's yeah. he's really good at that. And I absolutely just love Jennifer Coolidge. And she's, you well, know, she everybody and... loves Jennifer <laughs> oh my Coolidge. God, I mean, I she's her. remarkable. <laughs> and I think that people are always happy, just like with Ted Lasso, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, but that, that, that actors who we love and who haven't, you know, really had a big break yeah. when they get that break and they really have um, been cast into that part that they were born mm-hmm. for. Yes. Um, everybody is excited and everybody's yeah. happy. She's you know? just fucking great. Um, so, I, you know, I, I love her a lot and I'm, I'm sure it's going to do well. I mean, I think they had like a dozen Emmy nominations. Yeah. And she won. Season, yeah. She won. So, um, yeah. and so did, yeah. oh my God. And so did the guy who plays Armand. I can't remember his name. But I, know, I fucking I know. love him. I love him so much. I just love him. And then the last thing I'm just going to add in here. Um, I'm Bob and I just started it. We're very late to the game, but I am fully hooked now. Have, did you watch Stranger Things? Yes. I love that. Now, did, now I've heard yes. people not like, 
you know, like they liked the first season and then they, they, they lost interest. Did you like the whole, all of them or did you lose interest? I thought that, I thought, I thought it weakened. I it thought did. it got a little weaker along the way. Okay. I thought it was stronger up front. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I do love Eleven. I, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. I, yeah. I am in awe of her. I think she is amazing. Yes. And so I'm very much looking forward to her. I very think everybody, long I think you got to keep in mind, you know, it's all, it, you know, sometimes you watch a movie in the first 10, 15 minutes, you're like, oh, I don't know if I should be watching this or that. Because they have to set up the story. They've yeah. Gotta, right. You know, it's very, it's kind of like that with television too. And of course, yeah. they say the pilot is supposed to be their best shot. And if you right. don't like the pilot, go away. But I always say you've got to give. Uh, a series two or three yes, episodes 100%. so you can really make a determination because there's a little bit of heavy lifting up yeah. front that has to be done in storytelling in any yeah. you know in any configuration yeah. so you know yeah this is who i am this is who you are yeah. so you have to understand that i mean it's like i remember i was a huge fan i mean i still am it may not be a popular thing to say, but with the original Roseanne. And it's funny because uh-huh. when I go back and I look at the first episode, it's basically, I mean, it was her stand up. And yeah, it, it was her stand up. Yeah. yeah sure. And it just morphed into, I, it's my favorite sitcom. I, I love that sitcom so much. I mm-hmm. love Jackie. I love Dan. I bought everything. I thought the, the humor still holds, even though poor Roseanne is not doing so well these days. Um, yeah, she's not issuing. No. Um, and, and I, you know, I stopped watching the Connors, which, by the way, the other night on Saturday, um, I, I turned it on just because I was looking for something to watch in an in-between moment. And so the Connors was on and it was a Halloween episode, which was always a big fucking deal on Roseanne. And so right. I, I was so disappointed in that show. It's terrible. Well, it's terrible. you know, here's the thing. I, the, you know, Roseanne was, I mean probably still is i can't say from experience a comedic genius yes she had she understood in the same way almost like like trey crowder who i adore mm-hmm. and i'm not comparing him to Roseanne, but he right. understands the human condition yes and has a really exceptional way of articulating that back yeah that people will understand you know breaks it down and you know, not in a in a Katie whiteboard way, right? But in a in a very um, uh, you know very human, honest way. Yeah. And I, Roseanne had the ability to do that. You know, she understood um, uh, how to do that as well. Yeah. Um, and it really was her. That mm-hmm. show was her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know what the Connors is. You know, I. Yeah, I I have issues when they remake movies seventeen yeah. times yeah. as if there's not good <laughs> new, new good good enough content right. out there, you know, to make something new. Um, but um, yeah, <laughs> she, you know, like uh, like everyone go in life, we you know we go through um, we go through some shit different and period. Yeah. We go through things, don't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. uh, sadly, the Connors is kind of like the sad mall now. It's just not it's not yeah. the same. They killed her off because of her offensive, you know, posts and stuff like that. And I get it. I mean, it was offensive and awful. And, yes. then, you know, I mean, she became a Trump supporter. And I don't think she should have been killed off for being a Trump supporter. But it was her behavior no. that that did it. And so yes, it, it, it's course. a shame. You know, it's just a shame. But I will always forever love the original Roseanne. I loved those shows. That was my basically my all-time favorite sitcom. So <laughs> it, just, it just is. But you know what? Okay, it's an hour now. So okay. I think we're going to wrap it up. But I absolutely okay, love talking to you. I just love talking to you. You're so cool. Oh, and... I love talking to you, too. And I don't even, I, you know, I feel like it's not a podcast. I just feel like it's a, it's a conversation of yeah. interesting topics with you always. So it's kind of like we get to catch up. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, we're, 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 uh, 
you know, uh, we're doing a podcast here. Totally. Okay. So before I let you go, tell everybody yes. where to find you. Oh, on Twitter, of course. <laughs> For the moment. <laughs> For the moment. We're there. Let's hope this holds beyond the $8. But so what's yeah, your no, handle? Is it just Jay? My handle is Jaded Creative. J-A-D-E-D-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. That's but right. You can and, find me under Jay Arnold. Okay. And then I have your, on the Patreon description of the show, uh, I've got your Twitter handle as well as your website. So anybody who wants awesome. to know. And then, it, you know, this goes out to other, you know, Stitcher and stuff like that. It's only going to be on Patreon. So FYI. But you can find him on, as he said, Jay Arnold. I am author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget the extra E. My books are on Amazon. Jay, I absolutely adore you. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park